Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused emotional socialist snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive Massive mental mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, is known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Hey folks, how's it going? Dovan Hutton Pulitzer here. Thank you for joining me for Cut the Crap. I do know that's a weird name for a program if you've never listened to me before, but crap stands for culture, race, and American politics, and we we mix this culture stuff and race stuff with American politics. It forms an arsenic, a slow-acting cyanide that basically is slowly suiciding the United States of America. I just want to welcome you here to the program. By the way, I record every day when I'm sitting here at the desk, 7 a.m., 7 p.m., seven days a week, Central Standard Time. Sometimes I try to run a rerun. I have to do important things like maybe meeting with a senatorial group or an attorney general. It's just kind of how my life goes at some time. But I want to thank you. We're going to talk today about loyalty, right? And it was a great compliment the other day when uh, General Flynn was on with me, who just loves the name of the program because it totally makes sense. But we're going to talk about heroism and courage. And have we lost our nature or are we just trying to survive? I want to thank everybody tuning in. You know, you might listen to this as a radio program, Real Talk 93.3, wherever you are in the country that the station's there that you listen to me on your work drive. I want to thank you for joining me. Or you might listen to it, a podcast. You might do a vodcast. A vod is the video where you can see my face. You can see my face. The most unique thing about me is I have a face that's perfect for radio. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't have a, you might look and say I have a weird forehead. No, I have a forehead, five head, six head, seven head. Uh, it's a it's a feat to see. I guess I if, if, if I was born in a different time, I'd be in a, I'd be a character in a sideshow where you, you know, pay your nickel to come see the guy with the massive forehead. Uh, But we're family here. And that's one of the things I love about doing this program. If you were, you know, we, we start the program early on the video side. So you can make sure your stream's going in and watch it. And you watch on Facebook or LinkedIn or Telegram or Twitch or Rumble or Getter or all these other places. And you, I, I love to see everybody welcoming each other in the morning because it is truly a loyal family that gathers here twice a day that uh, in the morning they're sharing their coffees and in the evening sharing what they're having for dinner. Maybe they have a glass of wine or a beer. And we're talking about all of this crap going on. I do want to give a shout out to P. Noel on Rumble. It depends on where you are, whether you can see people's comments. She's having problems with her eyes in an extremely, extremely serious infection issue. And it is challenging her life in her eyesight, possibly being endangered. She's asked for prayers, and so I just want to say for any of you that are so inclined to remember P. Noel in your in your prayers. I'm uh, going to talk about this horrible incident that happened in Uvalde, Texas. I have family very close to there. I have a cousin, more like my brother, you know, we're cousin, but we were raised more like brothers that was just working on a very big project there. And you know, we had this horrible shooting in Uvalde. And I think it's 22, uh, uh, is it 22 children have died and, and, and two or three adults? It's horrible. It, it, it's absolutely horrible. 
But of course, the left is trying to make heyday out of this opportunity. I am particularly disturbed that as we hear about our first responders, and by the way, God bless first responders. You know, we have true heroes in our world that we see nowadays. You know, a great American hero uh, would be like Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell is the epitome of an American hero, a modern-day American hero. People are telling me it's 19 children, two adults. So, great, great American hero, which by, you know, it's interesting after the broadcast and I, Mike and I will be doing a call and just catching up with each other, but that's a true American hero. And we don't have many heroes these days. The unsung heroes are our teachers and our first responders that there are acts of heroism every day that you don't necessarily hear about. And uh, we, need to, we need to honor those people. But sometimes things go wrong. I feel especially bad for the teacher, uh, the female teacher. I feel bad for everyone, but the female teacher jumped in front of students to try to protect them. She was shot and died. My understanding is she was either married 24 or 26 years to her husband, four children, It even basically broke her husband's heart literally. Two days later, he suffered a massive heart attack, and he passed as well. Now there's four orphans. That's truly a broken heart. But something I believe has gone wrong in our heroes. I was not too far from you, Valdi, years ago. Uh, we were down at the border in a particular area. We were doing some exploration work. And as we're coming down the, ro- the road, and if you understand, we're, we're kind of paramilitary with all the equipment, gear, and personnel, most of the people being repurposed military personnel. We've been doing very far remote, rugged work. Um, pretty close to the... Uh, border and stuff as we're coming through doing what we're doing anyway there was a road there was a car on the side of the road it was kind of on it was smoking it wasn't on fire yet and i could see the border patrol and a trooper just kind of standing there looking at the car i stopped because we have firefighting equipment asked if we could help and i remember saying did y'all check the car because the windows are already blacked out and the border patrol and them said no So I realized somebody could actually be in that car. I admonished them for not checking. I eventually told one of the border patrols, give me his baton. He says, what are you doing? I said, give me your damn baton. I said, I'm going to break out this window. It's going to flash fire. I'm going, I got to open the door and I'm going to go in this car. And we've got to make sure nobody's trapped in it. They thought I was nuts. They weren't going to do a thing. I took the baton, braked open the, the back. I wouldn't go with the front. The, the fire was in the engine compartment coming backwards. Boom, whole car goes up into flames, and I'm punching around in this car. Front seat, back seat, can't see anything, not breathing. I'm just using my hands as my eyes just to make sure there was no human in there. Told them, grab my feet, right? And the reason you grab your feet, when a car explodes, it goes up. It's going to blow you back and out. The natural force of them holding my feet would have been, if it blew, it would have just pulled me back outwards as it blew them backwards. That's just the physics of what happened. There wasn't anybody in there. I'll tell you the rest of the story later. But I was surprised that these police, or first responders, whatever you want to call it, had no natural inclination to see if there was anybody in this vehicle. There were clothes hanging in it. I could tell it was possibly a young person. He had no inclination to do it. It baffled me. But as I hear news reports out of Uvalde, I'm saddened. Hang tight. We're going to talk about it. Be right back. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back.
Get the hard-hitting truth. The left doesn't want you to hear the real truth Jovan Hutton Pulitzer has to tell you. You want common sense and facts, and that is what Jovan Hutton Pulitzer can provide. He is your warrior helping you fight the left. Jovan Hutton Pulitzer is unnerving the left daily as he tells you exactly what you need to hear. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. Just go to jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth. The morning after the 3 November 2020 presidential election, Americans woke up to the stark reality that our great nation was under a new type of attack. This attack didn't come with mortars or bullets, but was an assault on our sacred election process. Since then, Americans everywhere have had to ask themselves if they really believe that our election was true and fair. We are in a time of large-scale government corruption, and many have lost faith in our institutions. That's why we formed the America Project for you and for the nation. The America Project was formed by a group of fellow patriots who are building the most pro-freedom and pro-American network ever known. The America Project will connect you with organizations, churches, small businesses, and individuals to help you win for America. The America Project is about actions and results. Join our team today. God bless you and God bless America. You know, it's kind of hard of us to think about a grand cabal, right? It's like something out of a James Bond movie, right? Some evil guy waiting for his billion dollars, right? Well, suspend belief for a moment. And do you believe that sometimes people cheat? Think about it. If you played cards or any games with your brothers and sisters, people cheat. It's just the way it is. So now let's peel that onion back and let's look at the voting system. For the first time in history, we have the most people ever that came out to vote. Or the most people, dead people, that voted. Whatever it is. But the most people ever came out to vote. Then you have the most ever spent in any election year. $14 billion was spent in 2020. And then you have the first time in history by many, many multiples, tons of ballots mailed out, dumped in the marketplace. Is it a lot easier for maybe hundreds or tens or even thousands of people to do a bunch of little things end up changing the big result? So sometimes don't think about it as this big grand cabal doing things. There's enough small people that do some of these bad things we're back. Now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut the crap. Here's Jovan. You know, it's total crap that uh, there was a shooting in Uvalde. It's total crap that the left is now trying to make political heyday out of it. And come to find out it's total crap that the police in Uvalde... Let the shooting go on for 40 minutes. That's what we're going to talk about. Finishing up in that one, in the one burning car, I realized that, in fact, there probably had been somebody in it. I was surprised that they hadn't even checked the car because they couldn't see through the smoke or anything. So basically, again, I busted out the windows, made them hold my feet, open the door, and get into the burning car. It's all boiling over me. The heat goes up. Imagine being in an oven. I lost all my eyebrows. I mean, my... Hair and everything was sticking to me. But uh, th luckily, there was nobody in the car. But I was just surprised they didn't even bother to tech. We helped them put out the car with our Friday fire equipment, got miles down the road, and there was a young kid at a payphone where we stopped to clean up. I'm trying to wash. I'm, I'm, I'm totally blackface. Good, good thing we don't have a photo of that, right? And I stop at this uh, truck stop. There's a kid on the phone. He's trying to call a tow truck. And I asked him, is his car? He said, yes, sir. I said, there's nothing left. Son, there's just nothing left. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? I go, well, did you have this and this and this and this in your backseat books and stuff? He goes, yeah, how'd you know? I go, your car is gone. It's burned to the ground. But thank God he wasn't in it. But what, what didn't sit well with me is even the common sense to not check. 
Now, I'm different, and I know I should not judge people by me. I run towards gunfire, not, uh, gunfire, not away from gunfire. Uh, I've run in burning buildings and pulled out kids and animals. I've many, many, many different things in my life. I'm wired that way. I used to think we were all wired that way. But now I'm wondering... Right? That we, why don't we go into crisis mode? Somebody made a comment about they saw me actually keep a kid from jumping off a bridge to commit suicide. It's just how I'm wired. But when I think about this, and we hear after the fact, on top of all of this crap, that we have to learn that these police, police there, Waited 40 minutes. Waited 40 minutes. Now, of course, you're going to hear all this crap about an AR-15. Look, the AR part of it, it's only a freaking stock on a gun, folks. That's it. Only because it looks tactical. It is not the military weapon. But, of course, the left doesn't want to face the truth. And so this Salvador Ramos, 18 years old, had already shot and critically wounded his grandmother by the time. Uh, I saw an interview with a grandfather. The grandfather made a point of saying he hated guns. He hated this. You know how you tell, try to kill kids. They don't pay attention. Come to find out the grandfather didn't really hate guns. He just couldn't own a gun because he too was a criminal. He couldn't have one. There may be a backstory there. Don't know. He arrived at the school. He told somebody 30 minutes before he was going to go shoot up a school. The police are there. The police are standing there, standing down. He, the attack had gone on for 40 minutes. Finally, a Border Patrol agent was the one that killed him. Now you find out, Border Patrol agents and these guys, why were they there? They were coming to remove their own kids from the school. These were parents. As soon as they heard there was a school shooting, they arrived and they're going in, yanking out their own kids. But the police were stand down. Now, this is not about guns. That gun did not kill these kids. That kid was destined to kill. It was his plan. You find out he had a record as a minor, was expunged at 18. He bought two guns. If you're going to kill, you're going to kill. That is why in the UK, deaths, homicides by knife are the highest they've ever been since the 1946. This is not about guns, period. This is about when somebody decides to kill, they're just going to kill. Whether it's a car or a knife, or anything else, they are going to kill. So this crap about its gun is crap. But to find out that parents were outside, to find out that parents were outside begging the police to go in, and the police wouldn't go in, and they weren't confronting Ramos because they were afraid they were going to get shot. And parents are literally trying to work together saying, let's rush in. The cops aren't going to do anything. One of those parents is a fellow by the name of Javier Cesares. He lost his daughter in that time while the police are standing around with a thumbs up their ass. Period. People reported that Ramos was wearing body armor. He was not. He was wearing a military jacket where you can basically store ammo. It is not, was not, and is not body armor. The city of Uvalde even uh, has, a, you know, has its own police department. They've got its staff with a chief, five cops, and a security guard. They engaged, Right? But they did not, they did not search out, seek and destroy 
Ramos. In fact, he entered the school unobstructed. There's photos and videos of him just walking in the school. He did not encounter any fire, meaning gun battle, and did not exchange any fire with the resource officer. There's some controversy to whether the resource officer was there. And the resource officer basically said, uh, well, uh, I engaged him. I engaged the shooter. It's just not true. So I'm wondering what happened to our courage? What happened to heroism? Well, I know part of it, If, if in, the, in the show, I always like to give you a history bit, right? And so I'm looking up the origins of hero. Wikipedia has scrubbed hero to say in its opening sentence, like other formally gender-specific terms like actor, heroes also referred, can now be referred and should be referred to any gender. Even the freaking Wikipedia is making that statement and just looking up being a hero about gender crap. Have we lost our nature or are we just trying to survive? What the hell's going on? That's what we're going to talk about. Be right back. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back. Here's a message to every rapist, domestic abuser, violent criminal thug, and every other monster who preys upon women. Maybe you've heard the stories about millions of us flocking to gun stores and gun ranges for the first time, the second time, and the hundredth time. Here's what that means for despicable cowards like you. Your life expectancy just got shorter. Because there's a very good chance your next target will be armed, trained, and ready to exercise her right to choose her life over yours. This is what real empowerment looks like. Millions of American moms, grandmothers, and professional women taking our lives and our families' lives into our own capable hands. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Folks, I have one job, and my job is for you, and that is to make you the smartest patriot in the room. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. You will not be banned. You will not be regulated. You will only hear what you need to hear. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. They use their media to assassinate real news. They use their schools to teach children that their president is another Hitler. They use their movie stars and singers and comedy shows and award shows to repeat their narrative over and over again. And then they use their ex-president to endorse the resistance, all to make them march, make them protest, make them scream racism and sexism and xenophobia and homophobia, to smash windows, burn cars, shut down interstates and airports, bully and terrorize the law-abiding, until the only option left is for the police to do their jobs and stop the madness. And when that happens, they'll use it as an excuse for their outrage. The only way we stop this, the only way we save our country and our freedom is to fight this violence of lies with the clenched fist of truth. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. No, you didn't vote. You thought you voted. All you did was mark a piece of paper with what you wanted to vote but your vote didn't count then. If you don't know this information, how can you change what's going on? 
Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer is unnerving the left daily as he tells you exactly what you need to hear. You've lost family. You've lost friends over all of this because they said you're a conspiracy theorist. Just go to jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth. If you were asked by someone to explain how did the computers rig votes, how did the numbers change, most people would never be able to much less explain it or even understand it. Your eyes just glaze over. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. I guarantee you, you will absolutely be the smartest patriot in the room. There were 242 operatives just in Georgia alone. And what they did is they loaded every one of these drop boxes. Here's where they got the ballot. You've lost family. You've lost friends over all of this because they said you're a conspiracy theorist. Now you have the facts and the information to educate them and to open their eyes to what's really happening. Did you know that Jovan is the only private citizen which has a full webpage dedicated to him on the Secretary of Georgia's government website? Why? Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling him out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it. Now, you're probably asking yourself, does the local police override border patrol in a situation like this yes absolutely it is the local police issue the border patrol have nothing to do with it and they could be literally in trouble if they did something i don't give a rat's ass if that was me that's it when i told you about breaking the window i had to basically from when i was saying for the baton the border patrol not giving it to me i had to reach down which is actually a crime and grab his baton and say, unlock this, let me break this window. I'm cool, I'll take responsibility. He could have actually arrested me, but he didn't, thank God. We have this situation, I am wondering, what is it we value anymore? This training part of this, okay? Police are now trained that if... There are is an active shooter. You engage. That is the rule. If someone's shooting, you engage. But the officers were standing out there. They were just standing out there. Uh, these officers did not engage the gunman. Uh, witnesses are there. You can see it begging the police officers to go inside while this son of a bitch is shooting. They were not following standard protocol. Police didn't enter this building for 45 minutes. It only takes a few minutes to create mass chaos. It is accepted practice, a universally accepted practice, that when the police show up and there's an active shooter that law enforcement will engage the suspect until he's neutralized. You are trained to engage the suspect until they are no longer a threat. It's even why you have to do a car chase, period. The point of the car chase at some point becomes not about a freaking chase in the criminal. It's about this person is killing, could potentially kill people right? Potentially kill people. And you got to get that car off the road. This is kind of a simple policy, no question. You enter the school, pursue the individual, and you pursue it to a finality. This situation doesn't mean you have to be a superhero. I'm telling you this. I want to just talk about this frankly for a minute. As a person who's been blown up, shot, cut, you name it. Have you ever thought about what is the worst if you went into that building to save kids? Here's the worst. You die. Here is the best. 
You died for your fellow man. You died doing what was right. Your family and the people in the community to remember you as a hero. You may save some kids, but yet you can still die. You were put there to do something. That is being a hero. And so what happens if you die? I personally think when you die, you get all the uh, unanswered questions of the universe you've ever thought about or wanted to know. You get answers. And I don't believe death is the finality. Okay, great. <laughs> Here's what you're going to get. You're not going to see any more poopy pants Biden. You're not going to see your country go to hell in a handbasket, right? You're not going to see uh, transgendered military people leading pride parades instead of defending their country. You don't lose crap. You lose, you're going to mourn what you might do with your family. But what you're leaving your family with was my dad, my mom was a hero. Just like that school teacher who jumped in the line of fire, protecting other people's kids. Her job is to educate those kids. The police's job is to protect them. She did the job of the cops. So think about it. Think about it. If you were truly in this situation, if you die trying to save people, that's not a bad thing. I can't think of a more honorable way to die, defending your country, defending children, doing what's right. But we now have this mentality of stand down. The police officer that was supposed to protect Parkland and could have gone in the indoor at the Parkland shooting didn't go in and wanted, wanted, right, to protect his ass so he didn't do it. So for me, a lot of stuff about this is not adding up. Why would police use this horrible, outdated tactic? Why would police just accept he's armed with multiple weapons? He's got all this other stuff. He had one. The other one was in his truck, right? They're standing around a group trying to decide what to do, they could have at least got the drop on them going through the hallways, take a shot through the building, engage the shooter. They waited for backup. Do you think they don't understand? You're the backup, idiots. You're the backup. You're the backup. You are the backup. You are there to back up the teachers and the children. You're the backup. You're their backup. You don't say, I need backup before I can back them up. What has happened to us? What has happened to us? There's really not, uh, and, and then this has happened all over, like it's happened many places. This has been going on for a long, long time, from Parkland to Columbine to whatever. But here's what I do know. I was seeing something about my friend, Noor Bin Laden. You all know Noor Bin Laden. What a beautiful woman. What a beautiful soul and spirit. I played a rerun for uh, the other day. We'll have her back on soon. I am now of the opinion that some of this stuff is a mind game and they find the weakest person in the room and they cultivate that person to become a shooter. I believe that. You do not have to agree with me. I think it's pretty much a damned coincidence that they thought Hillary had it in the bag on uh, in 2016, and all of a sudden we have this mass shooting in Las Vegas that wasn't a freaking bump stock. It wasn't a bump stock. And the shooting wasn't coming from one place. Something stinks here. Something stinks that it was two 18-year-olds in a row. Bang, bang. I'm telling you, if social media can make you get off your ass and go burn down a building in the name of trans rights, 
they can literally piss off enough people to grab their guns and go do something like this. I think this is an operation. You can call me crazy. You can stop following me right now. You can say, screw that, Jovan. I'm just not following you. You're a whacked out conspiracy theorist. So watch what happens. Click cancel right now and not watch me. You know what happens? I keep on going on without you, brother. It doesn't matter. This is what free speech is. And I'm calling it out. Something stinks. We even know in Benghazi, when people could have been saved, they were told to stand down. Who told these officers? Who made the decision to stand down and wait for backup? I tell you what, if I was local police, I'd be going in. And if I got fired, who gives a crap? Who gives a crap? Oh, yeah, you're the right. I'm, I'm the officer. Yeah, I got fired. What'd you do? Yeah, I lost my retirement and everything else. Man, it must have been bad. What'd you do? Well, there was an active school shooter in the building. He was killing kids. And so I ran in and I killed him. While my boss said, wait for backup. America will take care of you. Screw your boss. What happened? And now we see, when you think about January 6th, it was the police letting the people in, egging the people on. Hey, come down this corridor. Hey, come on, come over here. Here's the tour. Hey, see that spot on the floor? That's where Biden walked by and squirted the other day. I mean, are you kidding me? What has happened? We are now an activated society. I do not believe this is random. I do not believe this is random. I don't remember the name of the Kurt Russell movie that was probably in the 70s, maybe the 60s, but it was the uh, shooting in, uh, at the University of Texas from the tower. And he was a military vet or whatever, and he's up in the tower with his guns, right? He's above everybody, and he's killing people on the ground. It's a Kurt Russell movie. If somebody remembers that movie, give me the name of it. It's a great movie. I've only seen it once. I need to find it. But you know what happened in Texas when that happened? There were over 200 people on the ground with their rifles keeping him from shooting other people, and it was the people on the ground that pinned his ass down. The Deadly Tower. Thank you so very much. The Deadly Tower. Kurt Russell. Love Kurt Russell, right? You have to watch that. That's the United States of America I belong to. You understand? It's, it's all about our guns. But I think we're beginning to realize that even some of our police are corrupt. I'm beginning to not like the term first responder. Because you're not by default the first responder. You're the first arriver because you didn't freaking respond if you're standing around waiting for backup. Yes, I know we're armchairing it. And I could have said, shit, I would run there. I'd have, I'd have gone right in. Gun or not, I would have gone in. That's just me. But yes, we're, we are technically armchairing it. But you know what? Here's what I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be a non-responder. I might be a late responder because it already happened. But I'm certainly not going to be a non-responder. What happened to us? Have we lost our inherent nature that God gave us to defend and do what's right? And has it been replaced with wussyism that all we care about is, no, we got to live. I'm not going in there for you. I don't even have to know you. You could even be a raging transsexual dude with a dong. And if somebody's shooting at you, attack you, I'm coming in, even though I may not like what you stand for, because that's the right thing to do. My final comments on this coming up right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daily on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag 
Jovan Hutton, Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Here's a message to every rapist, domestic abuser, violent criminal thug, and every other monster who preys upon women. Maybe you've heard the stories about millions of us flocking to gun stores and gun ranges for the first time, the second time, and the hundredth time. Here's what that means for despicable cowards like you. Your life expectancy just got shorter. Because there's a very good chance your next target will be armed, trained, and ready to exercise her right to choose her life over yours. This is what real empowerment looks like. Millions of American moms, grandmothers, and professional women taking our lives and our families' lives into our own capable hands. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Folks, I have one job, and my job is for you, and that is to make you the smartest patriot in the room. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. You will not be banned. You will not be regulated. You will only hear what you need to hear. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. Hey there, think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work, my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. And this is a whopping $4.16 decision, since that's what the membership is with an annual subscription. Now, you have to decide if $4.16 a month is worth becoming the smartest patriot in the room. So are you willing to spend $4.16 to gain the knowledge and insight it takes to make sure your country and our way of life survives? Is $4.16 even worth being able to prove to your family, friends, and co-workers that you're not some whacked conspiracy theorist? Is $4.16 worth spending on your education to fight this fight, but to also know you can do it where you can share the truth and talk about the truth, so help us God, and not get banned? If you are ready to become a fact-slinging, ass-kicking warrior of truth who fights for the survival of this country, then I invite you to take me up on this offer and determine if our country, our future, and my information is worth $4.16. Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes. They all need to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program. Folks, I believe something has happened to us as Americans. I don't know exactly what it is, it's, whether it's the wussification, and yes, you can replace the W with a P. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Now, maybe I don't get it because I'm just not wired this way. But I kind of think if you're a first responder, you should be willing to first respond. I saw something somebody posted yesterday saying technically, you know, it's a federal rule. It's been ruled on times that the police don't actually have to protect you. I do find it sickening that the police were standing there with long rifles and weapons pushing the parents back, not letting the parents go in. That's when I said, shoot me, MF, I'm going in. There, was a, there would have been nothing that would have stopped me from going into that building. Of course, we're all armchairing it. And so I just want to know, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Is this part of our soy-boying our country? Is this where politics kills us? Is this because cities are worried about getting sued more than they are worried about doing what's right for the American people? 
Is this because police get harassed so much that they're afraid to protect because if they do, they might get sued? They might get George Floyded? They might get Floyded for doing their job? This is where politics and protection collide. See, I actually think politics is supposed to be protection. But it's not. It's political. Where are our heroes? It's just right now, even like in Arizona with this audit stuff, they officially won't take debriefs and see the facts so they can claim they didn't know. Where's the heroism in that? Where is the protecting the America people in that? It's because they'd rather play politics instead of doing what is right. At every level, this kills us. The same politician that will not fight for protecting your vote is the same politician that will stand down in a crisis because that's exactly what they're doing. They're standing down in the face of the slaughter of the United States of America by a piece of paper called a ballot. I actually went through this yesterday dialoguing with somebody going to meet with one of the obstinate parties in Arizona that's keeping this stuff from being enforced. It was going to be a Zoom meeting, and then as soon as they found out I would be on the Zoom going to show them the details, it was canceled. The meeting still happened. It happened with a person with no power, but only that person could regurgitate what my findings were they couldn't hear it directly from me because, see, they can already say, well, I, you know, I, I heard this, but I don't know it's true. Just somebody told me secondhand. This is how the game is played. I also told you yesterday that if you looked at 120,000 ballots in Maricopa that had this bleed-through effect on them, those 120,000 ballots in Maricopa had an extra, an extra 2,099,000 votes on them. Yeah, you're supposed to have about 40 votes on a page. They averaged about 80 votes on a page because half of them were on the backside that bled through. Interesting enough, though, if you look at where those ovals could have fallen and where there were undervotes, meaning it could have fallen in a place and been close enough to where somebody actually didn't vote for somebody, the number one office in Arizona where one of these bleeds could have actually been kind of squeezed and used as a vote if it was needed, even though there really wasn't a vote there. It was just close. They could say, oh, I thought that was one. Here it is. Look. Oh, my bad. Was the sheriff. And the sheriff is, in fact, the person that won't enforce the spunk logs, the routers, and all that stuff, and so there's no such thing as election fraud. Do you understand how this racket works? By the way, there was no vote in Georgia. You might have walked in. You might have gave a piece of paper. You didn't vote in Georgia. You went to a dress rehearsal dance recital. You did a ignorant, stupid dance that the system has inflicted upon you, and then they tell you these are the results. Those aren't the results. Ask them for the ballots and say, let's see it and audit it. Oh, no, you can't have that. It's because they're not the results. They're picking our politicians. And the most hated GOP person in the United States is that rat's ass burger in Georgia. And he won by 73%. He is the most hated man in Georgia. The only person hated more than him is Stacey Abrams. The only person hated more than her is Kemp, and he won too. Don't you think you're free? And it all starts because we don't hold our politicians accountable. We let our politicians tell us what we're supposed to think, how we're supposed to act. These police are led to believe, led to believe, oh, I can't run in there. We can get sued. We got to stand down. We got to do this right. Horse hockey. 
Every single bit of this, from this situation in Uvalde, to them trying to take our guns, to them making our military be trans and all this other stuff, all 100% goes back to one simple piece of paper, and they're trying to get rid of that. Your ballot. Where are the heroes that will look at the truth about the ballot? The people you think that should be protecting you from this crap go around saying, well, that's not real. We don't really believe it. What what does somebody who's never done an audit in their life, how can they say, oh, we don't believe it. We're not even going to look at it. How can they even make that determination? Look at the facts. Look at the findings. Verify them. Cross-freaking check them and then do what's right. Everything we just experienced with this Uvalde stuff Everything has to do with that piece of paper called the ballot. From the police standing down, from judges expunging a weapon record for this kid, to, oh, we can't do that, we'll get sued, to, oh, we got to take away their guns, it's because that stock, that AR stock, we know it's bad, that's what does it. All begins with it, we need to tell them all to cut the crap. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Cut the Crap's not just a radio program. It's a movement, the right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Jovan Hutt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Hey there. Think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work, my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. And this is a whopping $4.16 decision since that's what the membership is with an annual subscription. Now, you have to decide if $4.16 a month is worth becoming the smartest patriot in the room. So are you willing to spend $4.16 to gain the knowledge and insight it takes to make sure your country and our way of life survives? Is $4.16 even worth being able to prove to your family, friends, and coworkers that you're not some whacked conspiracy theorist? Is $4.16 worth spending on your education to fight this fight but to also know you can do it where you can share the truth and talk about the truth, so help us God, and not get banned. If you are ready to become a fact-slinging, ass-kicking warrior of truth who fights for the survival of this country, then I invite you to take me up on this offer and determine if our country, our future, and my information is worth $4.16. Now, of course, you could use that money to buy one well, say, iced coffee from your local Starbucks, or you can even feed yourself a box of frozen pretzels. Or that same $4.16 could be used to buy a small frozen Sara Lee pound cake. Now, of course, you could use that same $4.16 to feed your brain and to pound some sense into the leftists who are leaving our country in a mess. I hope you join me. Limited time offer, but you better hurry because it won't last long.